Go Your Own Way is brought to you by HCN, your source for original podcasts, videos, and pop culture news. Enjoy the adventure! Welcome back to Go Your Own Way. Story, not the story, the podcast where we tell stories. Well, choose your own adventure stories. I guess it's a little bit more specific. Not just regular story. We could just sit here and tell you stories that we make up. But that hmm. might not be as fun. Or it could be. You never know. This is your host, Peter. Hi, Peter. Hi. Hello, Peter. <laughs> Who else is on this podcast? I'm Jen. Hey. Yay. Jen's back after being gone. The last Jen is back. Episode, two episodes. <laughs> I guess it was two episodes. I'm yeah. Eric, your other host, by the way. Hi. 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 So, Jen. Um, hi. Hi. So, <laughs> yeah, the words left my brain. That's a oh, terrible no. thing. They're uh, supposed to leave your brain through your mouth, man. They That's often true. they often do that, but this time they left before it reached the mouth. And um, so, Jen, you chose the story tonight. That's right. That sounds good. Um, what did you yeah. choose for us? Because we have no I idea. I chose something out of the fanfic category because I don't think we've picked something out of that yet. I don't think so. I don't think so. And either. I picked Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego? <laughs> oh my God, I'm so excited. I right like now. it. <laughs> <laughs> I am so, All right. so happy. It's probably good. Actually, no, I don't I'm trying to think for the one we did, Tower of Riddles. I wonder if Jen would have she would have been helpful on that, I think. I think so. Are you good at riddles, Jen? I'm alright at riddles. Hmm. We barely scraped through it. We cheated most of the time. Because <laughs> we're dumb. <laughs> was, it, it we fun. didn't cheat most of the time, did we? Uh once. We and cheated probably about like a third of the time bullshit. or so. Yeah, a third of the time. Oh, that's less that than 50%. <laughs> uh, so we know the name of the story. Who wrote the story? Uh, written by your name zero. Cool. And that's available <laughs> on chooseyourstory.com. So if your listeners want to play along as you listen along, then that's cool. Yay. Oh, we need to, we need to think of our characters. I almost oh, forgot. Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, since we know that we're going to be chasing Carmen San Diego, we should pick some, like, detective characters or something like that. Mm. Right? All or th- really bad detectives. Three detectives altogether. I guess it's like the Avengers of detectives. I right? don't know about you, <laughs> but I'm freaking Batman. Oh. Because I've got cheating. Batman's voice right now. <laughs> Well, that means we automatically win. Thanks for listening, everybody. That's right. As long as Batman is prepared, he wins. Because I am Batman. But is Batman sick? Are you sick, Batman, or are you just regular Batman? I'm regular Batman. Okay. Sounds good. My sick voice is very much Batman voice. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Eric? Uh, I will be Lupin the Third, as long as we're doing detectives. (laughs) Nice. I am going to be Scruff McGruff. Yes. Ooh, All good right. call. Is, is he a detective or is he just a cop? I think he, well, he's a cop, but cops can be detectives. I guess right? he got promoted to detective for the yeah. show. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
So right now, all right, let's get started, shall we? We shall. Yeah. All right. So I guess the chief is talking to us. Gumshoe, the World Cup is the world's most popular soccer event. Every four years, the men's national team of 32 countries from all over the world come together to play each other in a tournament. The winner receives a solid gold trophy depicting two human figures holding up a globe and their name and year etched onto the bottom of the trophy. The first World Cup was heard in, held in Uruguay in 1930 and won by the home team. In 2010, South Africa will become the first African nation to host the World Cup. At least it was until today. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, no. Suicide, Carmen Sandiego's youngest and most melancholic henchwoman. Wow, there's this drawing of this emo girl here. <laughs> was passing by the World Cup in South Africa when she pathologically pilfered it from Nelson Mandela's hands. Pathologically pilfered. I like the, uh, the alliteration there. <laughs> we believe she copped the World Cup trophy so she could have something to scrawl her angst-ridden poetry on. Now, it may have been a while since you last worked for us, so Special, a- special Agent Greg Lee will brief you on how to track her down. Gumshoe, your mission is to arrest the crook and return the loot, score a goal for Acme, and send suicide off the pitch. Okay. Wow. <laughs> All right, so now we're, we have to talk to Special Agent Greg Lee. Hmm. All right, Gumshoe, suicide is still... Oh, my God, I get it now. Suicide has stolen the World Cup from South Africa, and it's up to you to recover it. You'll have to track down suicide, and in order to do that, you'll have to figure out where she is in the world based on the clues. You're going to receive some information from various sources at your current location that will point you to where suicide went. When you think you know where the crook is... Click on one of the links. Of the blah, blah, blah. Every time you click on a link, you'll lose 10 hours of time. I think this is more stuff for me. You only uh, have 50 hours, so we can only go to like five places. So we can only click five different things? It looks like it. Wow. Ooh. Okay. Um, there are a couple of <laughs> dossiers to give background info. Why does it take um, 10 hours to click something? I, apparently. Because <laughs> oh, we're supposed to be flying, right? Right. Right. So, to get you started, we have a few clues to Suicide's last known whereabouts. The security guards at the World Cup facility recovered Suicide's diary, which she apparently dropped during her theft. It's said that she was planning to visit the famous Great Wall, an object which can be seen from space. It also said that the country was the birthplace of Confucius, a great philosopher of the 5th century B.C., the diary also mentioned how much Suicide enjoyed reading the country's classics, such as Romance of the Three Kingdoms, The Art of War, and Warlord's Strategic Conquest. It's up to you now, Gumshoe. Good luck. <laughs> so our three options of where we want to go to are Russia, Japan, and China. Ooh. So, Ooh. detectives, where should we go? Russia seems nice this time of year, yeah. <laughs> so Russia, Japan, or China? That's right. Well, they did, they did mention the Great Wall, which is in China. 
The Great Wall. Fun fact, listeners, if you didn't already know that. And Confucius. And Confucius is there, too. Yeah, I think China's probably the place to go. Well, wait a minute here. Okay, okay. Should we be choosing... Is that an obvious thing, or was there, was there other details that they described that point us toward other uh, countries? I don't know. They all look to be pointing towards China. I mean, the art of war... Sun Tzu, mm, that was yeah. written in China. So Good I point. think it's all pointing to China. Yeah. Batman thinks it's all pointing to China. <laughs> well, let's put on our uh, pollution masks and go to China then. Oh, man. Yeah. My voice is going to get even more deep and dark. <laughs> all right. You travel to China, a civilization that has been in continuous existence for 5,000 years. It is known to its citizens as the Central Kingdom. One of China's most popular tourist destinations is the Forbidden City. It was home to emperors of the Ming and Qing dynasties, the last two dynasties of China, from 1420 to 1912. It was known as the Forbidden City because commoners were forbidden to enter the home of the emperor, who was considered divine. Today, the palace is dedicated to preserving historical artwork and artifacts. It doesn't I have take a, I have a strange uh-huh. I have a strange feeling that we're learning in this story. Yes, <laughs> we're learning things. <laughs> Sorry. It go doesn't ahead. take long before someone catches your attention. A sidewalk vendor is hawking watercolor paintings of tourists done in a brisk fashion. A few colorful strokes are enough to capture the visage of gullible tourists, including one who looks remarkably like suicide. Yes, she was one of my customers," said the painter. "This quiet You're not gonna do girl... a Chinese voice. <laughs> oh, sorry. Do you want me to? Okay, no, I I'll don't. Do my best. No. This quiet girl was walking by yesterday, lugging a huge backpack carrying something very heavy. She asked me if I could draw a painting of her before she cut her wrist. <laughs> I didn't understand what she meant. But she gave me the money to pay her, so I did. Just as I was about to finish the painting, she walked away to answer a phone call and never came back. I guess her painting will have to sit here till she come back for it. By the way, I'm half Chinese. Oh. Maybe that helps. I'm half offended by what I just did. I was going to say, does that make it more or less racist? Is Batman half Chinese? No. Oh, <laughs> oh my Batman, gosh. Batman has no race. That was that was Batman the best all. thing I've ever heard on this podcast ever. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that was pretty damn good. Thank you. Thank you very much. Alright. Your cell phone rings. It's Greg Lee. Hey Gumshoe, we just received a clue from Acme President Net. Our agent said he had a vital clue to help you track down Suicide's next whereabouts. Let me transfer him to you. It's Barack Obama. <laughs> what? Okay. Why are we traveling all around if Barack Obama has our next goddamn clue? I don't know. <laughs> Greetings, Gumshoe. Oh, I guess I have to do a Barack Obama voice? You can. Um, you can just make him sound Chinese if you want. Greetings, Gumshoe. The CIA has been tracking Suicide's <laughs> communications. Ever since she stole the World Cup, and yesterday she received a call from someone we believe to be her father. Her father asked her to visit him in the largest city in Australia. 
It's located in the state of New South Wales. This city's opera house is world famous and was also home to the 2000 Summer Olympics. Good luck, Gumshoe. America and the rest of the free world is counting on you. I love how Obama says America. (laughs) (laughs) That's a real president. Why have we not been insisting that you do voices all of the time, Jen? I don't know. (laughs) We clearly should have been. (laughs) So Obama says we should go to Australia then? Well, we have three options as to what city in Australia we're going to go to. Uh, We could go to Melbourne, we could go to Sydney, or we could go to Brisbane. Batman does know that there's a very famous Sydney opera house. Yeah, I was going to say, I think because the Batman is, is very cultured. Well, I mean, his parents got killed outside of an opera. Exactly. Ooh. He keeps tabs. But does he really want to go back to the scene of the crime? Assuming that that's the only <laughs> opera house that ever. It's the only opera house in the world. Sydney was the home of the 2000 Summer Olympics. That's so, good to know. I'm guessing it's Sydney. Okay. Pretty comfortable with Sydney. You have barely arrived in Sydney when you are greeted by a spectacular view of the magnificent Sydney Harbor Bridge. Oh man, that picture, it's beautiful. It's the <laughs> world's widest long span bridge and the fifth longest spanning arch bridge in the world. It carries train, vehicular, and pedestrian traffic across Sydney Harbor between the Sydney Central Business District and the North Shore. Not far from the Sydney Harbor Bridge are the Opera House. Royal Botanic Gardens, Government House, and many other sites. While taking in nearby Bondi Beach, you notice a drawing of a broken heart in the sand. You also see shoe prints leading away from the drawing. On a hunch, you follow the trail of shoe prints to a house down the road. From the outside, it appears to be a small brick house. There are flowers growing in the front garden, a white picket fence on either side, and the porch is well kept. The shoe prints lead up to the door. You ring the doorbell, and you could not be more surprised by who opens the door. It's Robo Crook, longtime Acme nemesis, former vile henchman, and one of Carmen Sandiego's most loyal accomplices. Robo Crook hmm. speaks to you in his deep robotic voice. Oh, God, no. Oh. Greetings. I am not surprised you are here. But me, no more thief. I reformed. Recalibrated, reprogrammed, gone legit many CPU cycles ago. Plant flowers, water garden, listen to birds. In past life, many years guilty conscience. Meditation program initiated, meditation program (laughs) completed. I process error of my ways. No more seal. Now live simple life. I regret bad things, so I help you. A few <laughs> days ago, I found daughter. Many years ago, when I was still thief, I met woman. We fell in love. Sparks flew at the beginning. Everything <laughs> was perfect. We even had a little girl together. But I was internationally wanted. I could not be there for them the way they needed me to. I did not want to be a bad influence on my daughter. 
I left one night and never came back. Only recently I was ready to see her again. I contacted her and she agreed to meet me here yesterday. When she told me she became a vile agent, I was shocked. She made the same mistake I did. I tried to talk her out of it, but she was stubborn and got up and left to an American city located in the state of Louisiana. It can I ask you, can I ask, sorry, can I ask you something really quick? Yeah. Is, this, is it easier or harder for you to talk like that when you're sick? It's easier. Because oh. <laughs> okay. it's so low. Okay. It is home to Tulane University. Many people call it the Big Easy. That is all I can divulge. Now please leave me to my solitude and do not step on the daisies on your way out. Hmm. Ooh. <laughs> okay. So we have four cities we can go to. Baton Rouge. New Orleans, Biloxi, or Mobile. Is it Mobile in Alabama? Yes, it is. It's not even in the correct state. That's a good point. And Biloxi is in Mississippi. There we go. They're screwing with us. Well, no, we're we're learning about the South. It helps that they have a map on there, (laughs) which very clearly shows that two of these are in different states. (laughs) Well, at least they're honest. But so, but they don't label what the states are. So if you don't know which one's Louisiana, <laughs> then you're kind of screwed. Okay. okay. Now, okay. did did the robot have a kid with a regular woman? That's what Is it that what happened? Like? Hmm. That's a little... <laughs> Wait, was it a regular woman? On, like, the, yeah. Oh. And, well... Must have been. Well, and I mean, assuming suicide is his daughter. That's right. Uh, no that wonder what's... she's all emo. Her dad's a robot. That'd mm. probably give me some uh, emotional issues as well, honestly. Mm-hmm. But wouldn't she be, like, wouldn't she grow up kind of like Spock? Because, <laughs> like, she would just be really logical and cold, but then still well, have, like, but, a heart. But if she grew up with her mom, then... That's true. How dare you assume that computers and robots can't have souls? I mean, this robot's a deadbeat dad. Yeah. (laughs) So, it sounds like we need to go to Louisiana, I assume. Right, but... Well, we need to go to the correct city. But we need to go to the one with the Big Easy, or whatever it is. Mm Mm-hmm. And the home of Tulane. So, our clues are, it's in Louisiana... It's the home of Tulane University, and they call it the Big Easy. So our choices are Baton oh, Rouge okay. or New Orleans. And I think New or- or- uh, New Orleans. There you go. <laughs> I think is that's what's called the Big, the big Easy, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, let's go there. All right, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. You wander the streets of the French Quarter, a famous neighborhood in downtown New Orleans. Or New Orleans. <laughs> Should I keep saying it like 
No, you gotta say it Nolens. Nolens. Nolens, y'all. Oh, boy. The oldest and most historic neighborhood in the city, many buildings in the French Quarter today were built in the 18th century. Even when it's not Mardi Gras season, the quarter remains a popular tourist destination. Stores sell souvenirs such as beads and hats, while bars offer unique local drinks such as the Hurricane and Hand Grenade. The area's restaurants are also a big draw, including Brennan's and Emerald Lagasse's Nola Restaurant. You ask a nearby street performer if he has seen suicide. All I know is that something suspicious is going on in town, says the street performer, when a gunshot suddenly rings out. Everyone ducks. Three policemen standing half a block away look around. So do you. Standing in an alley is none other than suicide, and she has a gun pointed at you. Mm. Get her, yell the police. They all run towards suicide. Suicide lowers her gun and runs away, right in your direction. As she is about to run right past you, you stick out a foot. She trips over your foot and lands face first on the sidewalk. The police catch up to Suicide, slap handcuffs on her, and take her away in a police car. Acme agents later find the World Cup sitting in the alley where Suicide was hiding. They pack it in a box with styrofoam peanuts and return the World Cup to the grateful citizens of South Africa. And there's a picture of Nelson Mandela holding the World Cup. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. You receive a high five and congratulations from Greg Lee. Great job, gumshoe. You helped put suicide behind bars and return the World Cup to South America. And just in time to boot. Before we go back to Acme headquarters, let's talk to Suicide and see if we can get any information out of her that can help us catch Carmen Sandiego's gang. You and Mm. Greg Lee visit Suicide in jail. All right, Gumshoe, says Greg Lee, but just before you enter Suicide's cell, just let me do all the talking. I'm pretty good at this kind of thing. Before Greg can open his mouth, Suicide blurts, all right, I'll tell you everything. Please, just help me get out of here. I can't stand another day in jail. Everything in <laughs> here is filthy. The other inmates are all disgusting and rude. And worst of all, the guards think I'm crazy. Please, I'm begging you. Put a good word in to the judge for me so he'll like give me probation instead of a jail sentence. Wow, you sound like uh, Aubrey Plaza. <laughs> it's pretty good well what do you know asked Greg Lee like the word on the street is one of Carmen Sandiego's most charismatic thieves Connor Tist recently pulled off a big heist up in Chicago suicide says Mm. he took the loot to the smallest country in the world he said he wanted to visit the home of the Pope Oh, and this, like, country is also completely surrounded by Italy. That's, like, all I know. (laughs) That's it. Visiting hours are over, booms a corrections officer. Wow, I was even better at this than I thought, Greg Lee says as you leave. His cell phone rings. Greg answers. "Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, uh uh-huh, oh, yeah, okay, chief, bye, says Greg Lee. He turns to you. Okay. The higher-ups at Acme have some new information for you, Greg Lee says. Here's a teleconference call from the chief. Congratulations, Gumshoe. On behalf of Acme CrimeNet, the people of South Africa, and soccer fans across the globe, thank you! And don't think that the Acme directors haven't noticed your exceptional work either. 
We all believe that you deserve a higher rank. I hereby promote you to the new rank of sleuth. Congratulations. <laughs> I salute you. Woo. We are now sleuths. <laughs> we at Acme are all happy for you, but crime never rests. Yet another of Carmen's terrible thieves has committed an audacious caper. O'Hare Airport in Chicago, Illinois is the second busiest airport in the world, servicing an astounding 55 million passengers each year. The airport also contains 186 aircraft gates for arrivals and departures. But today, flying under the radar, Connor Tist... Oh, I get it. Connor Tist. Ah, <laughs> uh, that dashing desperado made off of the airport in broad daylight, stranding thousands of airplane passengers in the sky. Oh, no. Wait, I'm sorry. What did he make out with? I mean, make off with? Sorry. <laughs> the airport. All of it. The airport. The he took he the took, airport. He took the airport? He took the entire airport. That's right. Okay. We need now to I get don't feel O'Hare. as dumb asking for... Oh. <laughs> Be- well, it's a giant airport. You know, yeah. Dude's got giant pockets. Yeah. All right, we need to get O'Hare Airport back to Chicago. Nearby airports have only so much room before they run out of space for the planes destined for O'Hare. When that happens and the planes in the sky run out of fuel, the damage to the city and airline industry will be disastrous. Don't forget to pick up his dossier at the bottom of the page. Make sure that he crashes and burns before the planes do. The chief hangs up. Greg Lee turns to you. Okay, you have 70 hours left before the other airports in the area run out of room to land. You know what happens if you run out of time. Hey, listen, remember the clues suicide gave you? Smallest country in the world, home to the Pope, and completely surrounded by Italy. Good luck, sleuth. Mm. All right, so our choices are Liechtenstein, Vatican City, Monaco, and San Marino. So where are we headed? We are going... To the Vatican. We're going to the Vatican. Let's go visit the Or maybe Baton Rouge. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Or Mobile. Mobile. Whatever. (laughs) Right. Fun fact. The Denver airport has all sorts of crazy, scary uh, conspiracy theories about it. Oh, my God. Like what? The demon horse? Yes. Wait, what? The demon horse, which I have seen in person. I have seen in person. creepy as hell. Wait, it's really because it's got red glowing eyes. Yeah. Is it a ghost blue. horse or something? It's a statue of a blue bronco, right? Oh, it's a statue. Okay, but yeah. it's got glowing red eyes, yeah. and it killed the sculptor. Yep. <laughs> While they were putting it up, apparently there's supposed to be like an underground military base where, like, if there's a nuclear war, they hustle Obama down there. Huh. With a bunch of uh, military people. <laughs> like, yeah, no, there's a whole bunch of scary well, Den- stuff. Wait, Denver's up in the mountains, right? Kinda. Yeah, that's right. Oh, okay. Well, so that's, that's why they'll take them up there, because that's, like, good for nuclear shit to go down. All right. The so more you know. do this. Let's do it. Vatican City. Vatican City, here we come. You track Connardus to the to Vatican yeah. City. It is a sovereign city-state founded in 1929 that has a population of only 900 people, mostly clergymen. Its unique economy is primarily supported by donations from Roman Catholics throughout the world and the sale of postage stamps, publications, souvenirs, and museum admission tickets. Vatican City is home to St. Peter's Square, a giant open space directly in front of St. Peter's Basilica. 
The Basilica houses historical artwork and is one of the largest Christian churches in the world, as well as the burial site of St. Peter. St. Peter's Square main feature is the Egyptian obelisk made of red granite and marking the square's center. Throngs of people are hanging out in St. Peter's Square. There's a particularly large crowd surrounding a singing group. You walk closer and hear a familiar sound. It's Rockapella. Oh, God. I'm going to have to sing, aren't I? <laughs> you don't have to. Yes, you do. Connor Tist was here in town, but he did not stick around. No, he has taken airport O'Hare to the USA state where Coca-Cola was invented. <laughs> Americans have named it the Peach State, and it shares its name with a country in Western Asia. Yeah! <laughs> I like how oh. the tune started out as the 60s Spider-Man. I know. <laughs> I don't know why. It's awesome. <laughs> um, the crowd cheers and claps. Rockapella says to you, good luck finding Connordist. You thank Rockapella and turn around to leave. As you're walking away, you hear someone behind you ask, should we sing it? The eager crowd shouts in unison, do it, Rockapella. <laughs> oh, God. It's the Carmen Sandiego song, and I don't remember it. Oh, neither do I. So I'm not going to sing it. Sorry, guys. That's okay. Well, yeah, that's the only part I remember. Where yes, the only in part the I world remember. is Carmen San Diego. All right, so that's it. That's all I'm doing. Okay. okay. So, where do we think Connordist is? Alabama, Florida, Mississippi, or Georgia? Georgia. Georgia. They really like taking us to the south in this. Georgia on my mind. That was the worst rendition of Georgia on my mind I've ever heard. Yeah, I can't sing. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Give me a Tom Waits song. I can do that. (laughs) Nice. All right, let's go. Georgia. You arrive in Georgia, the largest U.S. state in land area east of the Mississippi River. Its capital is Atlanta, home to the Hartsfield-Jackson-Atlanta International Airport, the busiest airport in the world. Yeah, I was about to say, isn't that the busiest one? So yep. now the, so there's this, a connection. Yeah. Ooh. He's just going to swap airports. Yeah. This airport accommodates 90 million passengers and almost 1 million flights per year. Many of these flights are domestic flights from within the United States, where Atlanta serves as a major transfer point for flights to and from smaller smaller cities throughout the South. It was named after former Atlanta mayors William Hartsfield, who did much to promote Atlanta air travel, and Maynard Jackson, Atlanta's first African-American mayor, who led efforts to rebuild and modernize the airport. You ask passers-by if... They have information on Connertist and O'Hare Airport's whereabouts. A reliable source told me he saw Connertist and O'Hare Airport here in Georgia, says the dog walker. You continue wandering the streets for more clues to Connertist's whereabouts. Suddenly, someone grabs you by the shoulder and pulls you into an alley. Sorry to startle you, says a man wearing a yellow trench coat and yellow fedora hat. The name's Dick. I'm an Acme agent. I'm trying. I was trying not to laugh, Eric, but then you got me going. <laughs> I'm here to tell you that Acme Bugnet has just intercepted a phone conversation between Carmen Sandiego and Connor Dis. Watch. Hey, yo, Carmen. I see another huge airport here. How do you feel about me stealing another one? 
I have no idea how you can carry one airport around with you, let alone two. There's no sense in risking getting captured. There's already an acme sleuth following you around right now. Head to the Darfur region of this African country. It's the largest country on the continent. Darfur? Isn't that where there's so much violence going on right now? That more than 230,000 war refugees have fled into the neighboring country of Chad? I'm not sure if that's my thing, Carmen. That's why it'll be hard for them to find you there. With all the chaos and anarchy going on in the region, you can hide out undetected by those Acme dumb shoes. Okay, sweetheart. What Carmen wants, Carmen gets. Ugh, just get to it. You got that? Good, Dick grunts. <laughs> See you around. As he walks off, he raises his watch to his lips. I'm on my way, says Dick, as he disappears <laughs> into the alley. Okay. Switch to go to Darfur then. Yeah. Yeah. Which is in which country? The Democratic Republic of the Congo? Is it in Tanzania? Is it in the Sudan? Or is it in Somalia? Whichever the biggest one is. <laughs> I'm really embarrassed, oh. but I... I'm actually not sure of this one. I want to say Democratic Republic of Congo, but I don't know if that's correct. Thank goodness you guys have Batman on your team. Thank goodness. Batman knows all about Africa. Dude, Batman knows all. Also, Batman loves George Clooney, and George Clooney is always talking about Darfur and the Sudan. Nice. Boom. Yay, Batman! The borders of Sudan encompass the lands of several ancient kingdoms, including Kush and Nubia. Built as tombs for royalty, Nubian pyramids were heavily influenced by their Egyptian counterparts. The history of Sudan is intertwined with that of Egypt, its neighbor to the north, having conquered and ruled each other throughout their 4,000 years of history. Sudan has also historically been a route for many Muslims traveling along the Nile River, or across it from West Africa on their way to Arabia for their pilgrimage to Mecca. Sudan has lately been in the headlines for its civil wars, but many forget that Sudan is a very large country, meaning that while parts of Sudan are at war, other parts are relatively calm. Sudan's culture today is a blend of mostly Arabic and Nubian influences. You ask everyone in town about Conardis and O'Hare Airport. I did see the person you're looking for several hours ago, says the watermelon grower. He arrived here, but then he quickly left again to I don't know where. I heard he was passing <laughs> through, but that's all I know, replies the ice cream shop owner. I remember this guy. You just missed him, said the bus driver. Suddenly, your PDA rings. It's the chief. All right, sleuth. We just received a clue to Conardis' last known whereabouts a few minutes ago oh, from man. Acme Fishnet. Conardis was just seen in the Asian country known for being the birthplace of Buddhism 2,400 years ago. Now it's the biggest banana grower in the world thanks to its tropical climate. And like the city of Chicago where Conardis stole O'Hare from, cities in this country are also heavily populated. In fact, it's the second most populous country in the world. Now, catch that crook. So where are we going? Our options are the Philippines, India, China, or Vietnam. Well, I'm going to be honest. I missed the, the clue that you gave. 
<laughs> I blanked out. Yeah, I okay. remember you said it was the second biggest. All right, so clues so are like India, but. birthplace of Buddhism, biggest banana grower in the world, cities are heavily populated, second yeah. most populated country in the world. Yeah, this is India. Just making sure. Batman says India. Yo. All right, let's go let's to India. The India Gate of New Delhi, one of the largest war memorials in India, is the site of the Indian Army's Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. Its shrine, located under the arch, is named the Flame of the Immortal Warrior. It honors Indian soldiers who died in service to their nation, whose remains could not be identified, and serves as a reminder of their sacrifice. The shrine itself is a black marble monument depicting a rifle barrel end down with a soldier's helmet resting on top of it. At each of its four corners is a torch which burns at all times. You pay your respects to the fallen soldiers. Then you visit the local Acme Bureau to see if they have any leads to Connor Tiss' whereabouts. Yeah, he's staying at Club Med, replies the detective. <laughs> we noticed him in town a couple years ago. I mean, not years, days. Sorry, a couple of <laughs> days ago. <laughs> You hurry to the club med, bringing with you a local squad of police. Yes, I remember the gentle... Oh my god, that was a really bad Indian accent. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you can do it. Okay. <laughs> yes, I remember the gentleman you're looking for, says the concierge. Let's try the swimming pool. It's popular at this time of day. Indeed, the swimming pool is quite crowded. Throngs of partygoers in bikinis and bathing suits splash and lounge around, while waiters weave their way through carrying trays of drinks. It is a noisy, chaotic scene. Suddenly, a throwing axe whizzes by your face. <laughs> you and the policeman look around. Someone wearing a pinstripe blue suit is running towards the exit. It's Connardus. The policeman and you bump into oblivious rev revelers as you try to make your way to Connardus. Many in the crowd are drunk and not responding to your commands to get out of the way. Just as Connardus is about to reach the exit and escape, four men wearing trench coats and fedoras tackle Connardus to the ground. You recognize one of them as the detective from the local Acme Bureau. The policemen finally catch up to Connardus while he's pinned to the ground and arrest him. As the police take him away in handcuffs, you shake hands with the Acme agents and offer your congratulations. No problem, kid. It's always our pleasure to help put one of Carmen's crooks behind bars, says the detective. A keen eye from one of the policemen spots O'Hare Airport resting by the poolside. You wonder how <laughs> no one found it strange that an airport was just sitting here by the swimming pool. Anyhow, you call for an Acme cargo ship to return O'Hare Airport back to the grateful residents of Chicago. Meanwhile, Connardus sits behind bars, awaiting extradition to Chicago to be tried for the crime of grand larceny. You visit him in jail. Connardus brags he will beat his rap and refuses to divulge any information. You receive a call from the chief. Excellent work, Sleuth. O'Hare Airport arrives safely in Chicago, just in the nick of time, and all the airplanes landed without any complications. On behalf of the people of Chicago, thank you. We knew we could count on you. You're accumulating quite a work. Uh, You're quite a record here at Acme. <laughs> You've earned yourself another promotion. I hereby promote you to the new rank of agent. Congratulations! I salute you. Yay! We're an agent. Yay! 
Come back to Acme CrimeNet headquarters in San Francisco to get your badge. Once you receive your badge, you'll be an official Acme agent. I'll see you in the office. Woo, we're agents. So I have a going question. Back to San Francisco. Yes. How did they get um, the airport, O'Hare Airport, back? How did they fly it back in if they didn't have an airport to fly the airport? They into? used a ship. <laughs> but there'd be no airport to land the airport at. I think is what he's no, saying. They didn't. They they used a ship. Like oh, a, like all the way through the yeah. uh, Great Lakes <laughs> Through the there? land and through yeah. the Great Lakes. There you go. Okay. Work. That works. Okay. All right. You arrive uh, at Acme Crime Headquarters in San Francisco. You can't help but notice that something is missing. Acme Crime Net Headquarters itself. There's oh, nothing where the building used to be. Oh, no. Something very fishy is going on. You look around. Something fluttering in the wind catches your eye. It's a handwritten note, stuck to the side of the building next door using a standard-issue vile knife. Hmm. You're probably wondering where your little Acme headquarters went. Well, wonder no more. It is in the possession of none other than I, Carmen San Diego. I have stolen your entire Acme crime net organization. Oh, how I do amaze myself sometimes. <laughs> you know, back when I used to work for Acme... I always thought I was better than everyone else there. Now I have proved it. Anyway, if you ever want to see your friends again, you will have to catch me. I will give you a deadline of, oh, a hundred hours before I get tired of this little game. I would like to see if any Acme agent can rival me in intellect. I love a good challenge. Meet me in this landlocked country in Asia, whose capital is Ulaanbaatar. It was united by the famous conqueror, Genghis Khan, in the 13th century. Catch me if you can. So, where are we going? Our choices? India, North Korea, Russia, or Mongolia? Mongolia. Yeah. <laughs> Mongolia it is. You don't hear that very often. That's true. Not this a big travel true. destination, Mongolia. No. It is now. Genghis Khan does have my very favoritest act of revenge in all of history, though. That's true. <laughs> Dude was awesome. He was anyway. amazing. <laughs> Alright. You're in Mongolia, a nation of pristine grasslands, rolling hills, and winding rivers. Many Mongolians live a nomadic lifestyle, sleeping in tents and seasonally moving from one place to another while following their herds of livestock and living off the land. Mongolia's natural beauty is largely owed to these pastoral pastoralist nomads, allowing their herds to only graze as much as not to deplete pasture beyond recovery in any one area, practice known as subsidence herding. Historically, nomadic herder lifestyles have led to warrior-based cultures that have made them fearsome enemies of settled people. So much Mongol- learning. Oh my god, so much learning. <laughs> yeah. The Mongol Empire was once the largest contiguous land empire in world history. It eventually fractured due to disunity. While taking in the majestic scenery of the countryside, you step on what you first think is a pebble. You look closer and realize that it is no pebble. 
It is a large coin featuring an image of a sitting woman and a placid lion resting at her feet. The woman wears a plumed helmet on her head and loose ropes over her body. She holds a long trident in one hand while holding out a leafy branch with the other. A shield emblazoned with a union jack rests on the ground. You recognize this woman as Britannia, a national personification of the United Kingdom, and the coin as the United Kingdom's 50 pence coin. Carved into the coin's opposite side is a brief message. A gift for these tough economic times from Carmen San Diego. How did she fit all those words onto a coin with a knife? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> okay. You look around. There's no one in sight. Carmen San Diego must have been here, but it looks like she has just left and is playing a game with you. You know she's in the United Kingdom, but which of its four countries? Mm. You would normally get a clue from Acme in this situation, but now that Acme Crime Net has been taken, you'll have to obtain clues on your own. Mm. From now on, at each new location, there will be three inter- three witnesses you can interview, each with a clue that hints at Carmen San Diego's whereabouts. Um, interviewing costs time. The more mm. time-consuming witnesses provide easier clues. Less time-consuming provides more obscure clues. At any time, you can travel to where you think she is. Having interviewed all or more witnesses, travel takes 10 hours. Okay, so... So is there like an easy, hard, medium choice? Yeah, easy, medium, hard are the three... So we have three people we can interview. Okay. Um, the goat. Um, oh, okay. That's, a, that's someone we can interview. We can interview the goat, which is the hard option. The <laughs> medium option is the wrestler. And the easy option is the horse head fiddle musician. Okay. All right. So we have 90 hours left right now. Should we just play it safe and do like medium? Sure. That way it's not too easy. I think, yeah, I think medium's the way to go. Okay. All right. So let's talk to the wrestler. Two wrestlers grapple with and push each other while a ring of onlookers cheer. They're evenly matched and the contest goes back and forth. Finally, one man throws his opponent to the ground and is announced the victor. You wait for him to catch his breath before speaking to him. A bear of a man stands before you. <laughs> yes, I saw the person you were looking for. Um, I should do, like, deeper voice, right? <laughs> yes, Maybe, yeah. I saw ma- I saw a person you were looking for. She mentioned she going to country with red dragon on flag, says the wrestler. You thank him for his time. Where do you go next? Okay. Wales. Wales okay. is the one with the dragon. I am almost certain Wales is the one with the dragon. Okay. You know more than me about that. And then we actually did have that riddle that the flags, remember Eric, last time? <laughs> yes, we, we did. Had to, we had to identify all those flags from like the bad oh, descriptions dude. of them. Yes, terrible descriptions. And we got, actually, I think okay. we got all. I think you guys got all of them. Wow, I think I the only one none. I could I, the only one I had trouble with was Sweden, but Matt got that one. The one I know for sure is I know for sure it's not England, and I know for sure it's <laughs> not Northern Ireland. Hmm. So it's between Scotland and Wales. Uh, I'll go with Eric on this one. I'm going to go with Eric on this one as well. Batman agrees. All right, we're going to Wales. Going to Wales. 
you arrive at the airport in Wales, the country of Wales, no relation to the aquatic mammal, takes its name from the old Germanic word whalesk, referring to foreigners who have been Romanized. Wales was part of the ancient Roman Empire before it was colonized by migrant Germanic tribes whose culture has remained in Wales to this day. Man, there's a lot of difficult words for me today. (laughs) Okay. Wales is a popular destination for foreign tourists who visit Wales for its picturesque landscapes and unique culture. Wales is the only country where Welsh is spoken and has its own customs and music as well. The Welsh call their own country Simru? Eh? I don't know. (laughs) Wales is also a source of internationally famous singers and actors, including Tom Jones, Charlotte Church, and Catherine Zeta-Jones. As you walk through the bustling airport, you see the usual concession stands, bathrooms, waiting areas, and chauffeurs holding signs for arriving passengers. One sign reads, Welcome to Wales, Cecile Richards. Another says, Walt James, the meeting has been moved to 2.15 p.m. The last one reads, From Carmen San Diego, you have not failed me. Keep it up. Good luck finding me in Brazil. Ugh, that dastardly diva stayed one step ahead of you once again. What you country do we go to, to next? can't wait to catch Carmen and wipe that arrogant smirk off her face. Where do you go now? So we're going to Brazil, but we have four cities in Brazil that we could go to. Ah, uh, okay. So, we can still interview witnesses. So, we can ask the person holding the sign, which is the hard option. Okay. Interview the airport security guard, the medium option. Or talk to the airport shopkeeper, the easy option. I like sticking to medium. Medium? Yeah, because it gives us, we have to think, but not too hard. All All right. right. Let's talk to the security guard. You walk up to the uniformed airport security guard standing at attention next to the exit. You ask him if he has seen Carmen Sandiego. I heard the person you are looking for say she was planning to march in the best-known carnival parade in Brazil. That was a terrible English accent. I'm sorry. The security guard says. (laughs) You thank him for his help. He goes back to observing his post. So, the best-known carnival parade in Brazil. Where do we think that is? Is it in Rio? Is it Sao Paulo? Is it in Brasilia? Or in Salvador? Rio. Honestly, yeah. The best-known city that I can think of in Brazil is Rio. So, I think it's Rio. All right. Let's do it. Down. Going to Rio. You have tracked Carmen Sandiego to Rio de Janeiro a city famous for its natural beauty and hotel-lined tourist beaches. The city was the capital of Brazil for nearly two centuries, from 1763 to 1960, when the capital was moved to Brasilia. Copacabana Beach in Rio is one of the most famous tourist destinations in the world. The strip adjacent to the two-mile-long beach is the site of 10 hostels and 63 hotels, the best known of which is the luxurious Copacabana Palace Hotel. Restaurants, bars, nightclubs, and residential apartment buildings also litter the area. Recently, many popular musicians, including Rod Stewart, Lenny Kravitz, The Rolling Stones, Macy Gray, and Pharrell, have performed in front of huge crowds at Copacabana Beach. You walk along the beach, searching for clues to Carmen Sandiego. Strange, you think to yourself, 
The beach sure is empty today. You keep looking around and finally you see a man in the distance. He smiles at you and walks towards you. Suddenly, he takes off his clothes. He walks up to you stark naked. This must be one of those secret nudist beaches. No wonder there are no crowds here. As you try to avert your gaze from his manhood. (laughs) Oh, Lord. You manage to squeeze out the question of whether he has seen Carmen or Acme Crime Net. My name is Dick. My name is Dick. (laughs) Sorry. Yes, I saw the person you're looking for before she drove away in a vehicle flying a horizontally striped red and yellow flag with a coat of arms on its left side, the nudist says. You know that description of a flag matches that of only one country's, Spain. Oh, I was feeling smart. (laughs) Damn it. Now you know to which country Carmen went, but which of its states? You quickly leave the nude beach. Now that you're back in a more clothed area, you can interview witnesses for more clues or depart for a state in Spain. So our four choices for going to are Madrid, Catalonia, Aragon, and Valencia. So our options to talk to people are the lifeguard, hard option, soccer player, medium, or the samba dancer, the easy option. Hmm. I think we should stick with medium. So is the, is the hard medium. option hard because they're naked and we have to like just not be distracted? Do we think that the lifeguard's naked? Maybe. <laughs> oh goodness. Um, right. Yeah. Let's no, no, don't save me. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> I'll drown. Or do save me? Well, wow. check it out. Depending okay. on your proclivities. <laughs> oh goodness! All right, let's talk to the soccer player. Um, The soccer player dribbles a ball up to you. He stops it abruptly with his shoe. The woman you're looking for was here. She mentioned that she liked FC Barcelona, one of the premier soccer clubs in the world, located in Barcelona, the capital of this state in Spain, says the soccer player. He spins around and dribbles off. So where are we going? Didn't you say Barcelona was also one of the states? No. Barcelona is the capital. I'm thinking of uh, Madrid, maybe. Yeah, there's mm. Madrid, Valencia, Catalonia, and what's the other one? Aragon. I know, Aragon. like, physically where Barcelona is, but I don't know what state it is. Okay. is It's up north, right? Yeah, I think it's on the northeast okay. side of it. I'm pre- I have been to Bar- Barcelona oh. because I'm Batman. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. What's, what because Batman, Batman travels. And from what I remember, in Barcelona, they speak something other than Spanish. They speak mm. Catalan, which wow. is what they speak in Catalonia. Boom. Nice. I, uh, I'm not going to argue with that logic. See, Eric, we could have been done with the riddles thing in like right? 20 minutes. She probably would have even figured <laughs> out the last one, which was total bullshit. <laughs> All right, let's go to Catalonia. You arrive in Catalonia a region geographically, culturally, and linguistically set between France and Spain. Catalonia, once a colony of the ancient Roman Empire, is a site of Roman aqueduct ruins dating back over 2,000 years near the city of Tarragona. The remaining aqueducts stretch 217 meters, um, which is 237 yards long, and the tallest arches reach 27 meters high. 
These aqueducts transported drinking water to the populations of cities, part of an ancient plumbing system. A little boy immediately runs up to you. Two guys told me to give you this, he says. He hands you a piece of paper with a message on it, then he runs off. The message reads, Meet us at the Rosa Sol Music Recording Studio in El Pobleno in an hour. See you there. You crumple up the paper, stuff it in your pocket, and head over to the music studio. As you make your way through the artsy neighborhood, you wonder who the message could have been sent from. When you arrive at the front door of the studio, you can hear loud music thumping inside. You turn the doorknob, open the door, and immediately recognize former vile henchmen and the biggest party boys in Carmen's gang, Double Trouble. Double Trouble is recording a song inside the booth. They motion for you to join them. You cautiously walk inside. Carmen wanted us to steal the Rosa's old recording studio, but we were having too much fun making music. <laughs> so instead of running around, we decided to chill here and record an album, says Double Trouble. She came by to check on us the other day, carrying Acme Crime Net with her, and tried to get us to start stealing again. When we asked her if she wanted to make a guest appearance on our album, she just left. <laughs> wow. You asked Car- if Carmen mentioned where she was going next. All we know is she was visiting a country in Southeast Asia, Double Trouble replies. Go catch Carmen so she'll leave us alone to party as much as we want. Catch you later, gumshoe. You bid adieu to Double Trouble. Where do you go? So the countries are Malaysia, Cambodia, the Philippines, and Indonesia. Mm. We can question the fisherman, the historian, or the census taker. Which one is the mediumist? Historian. Mm, okay. I'm down for that. Historian? All right. We've been doing right. okay with the mediums. We've been doing okay so far. Okay. You bump into the historian as you turn a corner in the Library of Catalonia. Oh, I'm sorry, says the historian. Do you need any assistance? You ask him if he has seen Carmen San Diego or Acme Crime yet. A reliable source told me Carmen planned to visit a country that was formerly a Dutch colony, the historian says. Oh, jeez. You thank him for his information. Oh, God. Um, okay, what are our options? The Philippines, Cambodia, Malaysia, or Indonesia. Well, uh, the Philippines was a Spanish colony, right? Or French, possibly? Spanish. Spanish? Cambodia, I want to say, was a French colony. Um, mm. Indonesia, I'm trying to think. Dutch. Or we could question some of the other people. We could. Um, Eric, you don't happen to know anything, do you? I, yeah, I don't know which one was Dutch. Jeez, uh, Dutch. Okay. Should we ask the... I guess we, should, we shouldn't ask the hard one. <laughs> No, we should probably go easy. Yeah, we should probably go easy. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's see the census taker. You ask the census taker in between houses if she knows anything about Carmen San Diego's whereabouts. The census taker says, All I know is that she was planning to visit the fourth most populous country in the world. You walk away, leaving the help. census taker to resume her work. <laughs> that okay. doesn't help me at all. I uh... think it should. Indonesia is surprisingly big. Yeah, I was thinking, like, doesn't it cover like a really big area? It does. Yeah, so that might 
be it. Because the other ones were Cambodia, Philippines, mm-hmm. and Malaysia. Mm-hmm. And I think those are all smaller. Yeah. I don't think the Philippines is particularly... It's not that big, I don't think. Yeah, large or populous. Like, I don't think mm-hmm. it's super dense. Right. Or anything weird. I, I'm i kind of throwing this one on you guys. I'm not going to lie. I think it's going to be Indonesia. I mean, it's it's huge compared right. to the other countries. Because I'm also seeing it on a map. Oh, okay. Well, that helps. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I, I'll go with that. All, All right. right. Let's go Indonesia. Who knew Indonesia was a Dutch colony? We're learning yeah. every day. Oh, my God. I honestly didn't know the Dutch had anything there. Now you do. Now I do! All right. You arrive in Indonesia, home to some of the world's most extraordinary tourist attractions. Taman Mini Indonesia Inda, or beautiful Indonesia Miniature Park. Why didn't they just say that in the beginning? Is a culture-based theme park covering 250 acres in Jakarta, the capital of Indonesia. It all started with an almost out-of-this-world idea by Ibu Tien Suharto, Indonesia's first lady at the time, who thought of building a park where each of Indonesia's provinces are replicated in full-scale form, down to the finest detail. Opened in 1975, visitors could become acquainted with all of Indonesia's provinces, each of which maintains its own distinct architecture, dances, clothing, customs, jewelry, and dialects, showcased in different sections throughout the park, Hmm. all in just one afternoon. The favorite exhibit of almost all visitors is are the pavilions, life-size replicas of authentic native houses, each representing one of the provinces of Indonesia. You're free to go inside of these show houses and explore its furniture, decor, and common household items. From your visits to these pavilions, you will get to understand how people from different provinces of Indonesia live. Some of the more notable pavilions are the Tongkonan houses from the Toraja of South Sulawesi, the Joglo house from central Java, the Bolon house from north Sumatra, and the Laman from east Kalimantan. In addition to pavilions, visitors can check out the Taman Among Putro, a children's amusement park, the Istana Anak Anak Indonesia, or Indonesia Children Castle, where fairy tale paintings from all over the world are displayed, and the Panggung Parkir Utara, a cultural performance stage. Aside from these attractions, the park also features a theater where patrons can watch Indonesian movies, a series of tropical museums, and an aquarium, an aviary, a large-scale model of the Indonesian archipelago. Archipelago? Yeah. As represented by green islands rising from a scenic lake, aerial cable cars, small boats, and many souvenir shops. So basically, it's Indonesian Disneyland. This sounds amazing. <laughs> yes, let's go. Let's go there. You frantically ask the people for clues to Carmen San Diego's whereabouts. The only thing I can tell you is to watch your step, the ticket booth clerk replies. Rumor has it that the gang is in town somewhere, says the park mascot. I saw the lady you're looking for. She walked into the last pavilion on the east side, replies the little kid. Mm. You walk east, passing by the large signs displayed in front of each pavilion. West Sumatra Pavilion. Your heart begins to beat a little faster. East Java Pavilion. You quicken your pace. 
Bali Pavilion, your bustling walk turns into a full-out run. Papua Pavilion, you reach the last house. Vile Pavilion, you stop running and look around. The Vile Pavilion is a nondescript one-story facility. You see no one else here. You carefully walk up to the entrance of the Vile Pavilion. You pull open the rusty door and walk inside the rundown building. The dimly lit interior reminds you of that of an abandoned warehouse. It seems no one has maintained this building for a long time. There are no windows. The only illumination comes from the door behind you. You don't see anything in here except a lot of grime and dust, as if no one has been in here for years. You continue deeper into the pavilion and notice some faint footprints on the dusty floor. You follow them, and they lead straight into a small room in the rear of the building. As you walk closer, you can hear muffled cries coming from inside the room. Oh no. You slowly open the door to the room. It is dark. You see a lone light fixture on the ceiling and a string hanging down from it. You pull the string, and the light comes on. You see the chief... Greg, Lee, Rockapelle, and the rest of Acme Crimenet all tied to chairs and their mouths duct taped shut. They're struggling to free themselves. Upon seeing you, their eyes widen and implore you to free them. You remove the duct tape from their mouths and untie everyone. No one seems to have been harmed. They all smile with gratitude and thank you for wrestling, for rescuing them. For wrestling them. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Thank you so much. I heard they all smell of gratitude. suddenly you hear a high-pitched laugh coming from above the roof (laughs) you hurry outside standing on the roof is none other than carmen san diego a helicopter hovers above her while dangling a rope within carmen's reach Hmm. well done agent i see acme has finally found a talent to replace me maybe evading capture by acme won't be so boring after all says carmen san diego You have passed my little test, but the game has just begun. Say goodbye to the old chief and Greg Lee for me. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have an appointment to keep, Carmen says as she grabs onto the rope. You watch as the helicopter ascends above you, blowing strong gusts of wind in every direction. Just before the helicopter disappears from view, Carmen says to you, Until next time, agent. (laughs) We finished... Oh. Woo! Woo! See, I was thinking there was going to be like a boss battle. <laughs> but I guess that's that's how they always end, right? Where she yeah, gets away. Yeah. You never get to catch Carmen Sandiego. Yeah. Just you like never you know. never get to stop Megatron. That's true. <laughs> they're, they're very similar. Only ever get Starscream. <laughs> we did so good, guys. We did. We did. Did we get a single thing wrong? No. We got them all right. Woo! Woo. High five. High fives all around. I almost put my hand up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, Jen, I was impressed by your um, voice skills. Yeah. Especially considering the sick thing. That's pretty fun. (laughs) I'd pretty good. No, vocal talents. (laughs) Yay. Well, that was fun. So that was called Where in the World is Carmen San Diego? That's right. By Your Name Zero? U R N A M zero. So your nom zero? You listeners can play that on chooseyourstory.com, just like we did. And I guess you yeah. know all the right answers now. 
But if you want to try some of the harder clues and forget all the right places to go. Don't forget to take your forgetting serum before you do this one, kids. <laughs> I Actually, did our characters come in at all this time? I guess we were just detectives. I think Batman's confidence. Oh, yeah, uh, Batman Batman came into it a lot. Played oh, yeah. a pretty good role. Yeah. Well, you know it. That's cool. All right, so uh, listeners, if you enjoyed our adventure that we had today, or tonight, whatever... Uh, you can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash G-Y-O-W podcast and stay in the loop when we introduce you to new episodes in the future. Um, you don't want to be out of the loop. Then Batman will come and find you. And That's right. Haunt you down and tell you about how he has no parents. I have no parents. <laughs> uh, what else do we use? Oh, yeah, we're on iTunes as well. So if you search for Go Your Own Way under the... Uh, podcast section of itunes will find us there as well and you could subscribe and then with your i device of some kind uh should just automatically download these episodes for you so you can lie there like a vegetable and automatically have us feed into your brain through the magic of itunes (laughs) the way god intended uh i think we're good then right that's right all right god intended us to be good yeah, and we were. Very. <laughs> Bye. Until next time. Bye, guys. Bye. If you're looking for more magical podcasts like this one, visit hcn.tv. Thanks for listening.